Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Swirl Suite, everybody. So this is the episode that I've been waiting for. We interviewed the cast of Sparklers from Psalm TV. If you don't know what Sparklers is, it's a high stakes, high pressure competition show based on cooking and pairing wine. Wait, sparkling wine at that. It's 13 episodes. The first episode premiered in November. So you are just in time for the finale on Tuesday. So here are the cast members. Mariam Ahmed, Claire Copey, Matthew Kaner, George Walker III, Megan Zobeck. So go ahead, Google the cast, Google Sparklers on Psalm TV, sign up for your account on Psalm TV while you're listening to this episode and let us know what you think. Cheers. Well, welcome to the Swell Suite, everybody. Uh, we are with the cast of Sparklers from Psalm TV. Hey, y'all. Yay. Yay. Hey. Yay. Yay. Good. Very exciting. Good. So of welcome, course we need welcome, some introductions welcome. first. So who wants to go first? Oh my I'll gosh. go first. That's why not. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, my name is George Washington Carver Walker III. Um, I am currently living in Napa Valley, beautiful, beautiful Napa. Um, I work for Wade Sellers, owned by none other than the notorious Dwayne Wade, as well as the, the Paul Meyer family. Um, and I am a cast member on the new show, uh, Sparklers. Welcome, welcome. You always go first. You went first on the first episode, too. <laughs> Everybody sat back and watched it. He's not scared. No, we were all like, Whoa. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, my name is Matthew Joseph Kaner I, and I come to you from Los Angeles, California. Brought up in Santa Barbara, just north of here, where I started my wine journey. I'm now 16 years into the wine world. I used to own wine bars, and uh, now I do consulting, education, ambassadorship things like that and i get to make tv and podcasts and content with lovely people like all y'all below me uh from sparklers for the som tv network uh, I I'm, no i knew that was gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> that happened to one of us megan go go okay uh, my name is megan zoback i live in napa same as george and mariam uh, which i'm napa love. about exactly um i'm a winemaker for burgess sellers and also for my own brand that i'm getting ready to release release Woo! called m zoback wines so hopefully yes. that'll come out soon and um yes. yeah just really stoked to be here thanks for having me is that an exclusive megan <laughs> or the scoop it's you mean my brand yes so it is going to be released i hope this spring i'm developing the um the label right now but yes it will be mostly exclusive although i think i'm going to try to get placement in a couple places in california too okay yeah leslie has a I'm wine just... club that's why she asked she, she oh, wants your wine. Cool. Yeah. Oh. i'm always in search of i love it i'll send you some Okay. okay, you can't just you. send Leslie something. You gotta send all of us. No, 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 no. Now let's stay focused. Let's stay focused. <laughs> we all get cases Leslie. of wine. Exactly. Oh, what wine you're you heard it here first. <laughs> you can just send me the the mags of Krug and Ruin Art you have instead if you yeah. want. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. I want your wine too. I want your wine. Um, I'm just gonna 
jump back off that. Um, I'm Claire Kopi. Uh, I'm also in Los Angeles along with Mr. Matthew Cater. Uh, I worked in restaurants. I was most recently the wine director of a restaurant called Sushi Note. Uh, cast member of Sparklers, and I also do some other uh, little projects here and there with Som TV. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, uh, I'm Miriam Ahmed. I'm trying to introduce myself while my cat also tries to introduce herself. Rookie <laughs> mistake. I forgot to I put know, her in Gotta lock him out. I'm <laughs> uh, also based with Meg and George. I am the owner of my own business, Marion and Company. I work with wineries and wine organizations to create educational programs um, to help them launch projects. And I work with clients that are specifically committed to uh, diversity and sustainability. I do a few other things, but I am also a cast member on Som TV and came into the competition you know, with people pretty nervous, but I think we're here to talk about that a little bit today, a little mm. more today. <laughs> My house uh -oh. for dinner last night, so we're still Ooh. cooking together. We're still hanging Ooh. out. What did you cook last Please night? tell us. What did I you mean, cook? I made uh, chana masala and dal last night. Mm. And, and chickpeas. Did you Yo, have sparkling wine with it too? <laughs> George is mad. George is mad. <laughs> Sorry, George. It was a ladies' night. It really was. Oh. Uh, we didn't. We had we had a Finger Lakes Riesling pairing. Nice. With oh, it. that was Ooh. the Ford Cellars. Yeah. The Ford yeah, Cellars. Yeah. Good that's call. actually, there was a little left. So that's what I'm drinking right now. Nice. Very nice. So, Matthew, you were oh, kind well. of telling us the story of how this all came about. And you, your quote, made this shit happen. So tell us the story. We made this shit happen. You know, the, the idea came about from Jason Wise, who's our executive producer, director. And, you know, it was the first time I had ever been tasked with kind of starting a concept. And we put wineries, like put the word out to wineries to get the right wines involved. And the idea of doing a, a, a food focused competition show with a wine element that made it actually part of the competition was the first of its kind. And so we knew it was special. We also didn't know how to get there because um, making like a chef's style show was something Jason always wanted to do. He really wanted to make kind of that next big thing on the, the competition side, but um, doing it with a wine focus was a challenge and it's, it's always going to be a challenge, but having the right wineries involved was the kind of the first real test of concept. And we got, Krug and Ruinart to say yes. I mean, that right there, you know, you're on the right track. So, you know, it, it went, it started there. And then um, they were quietly doing casting, which is how our whole Napa triumvirate came to be, which worked out really awesomely. And uh, none of us really knew what we were getting into, which is kind of awesome also. So what was that like? What was that? Can everybody tell like your casting story? Like, how were you cast and what, what that felt like? Um, honestly, mine happened like mad randomly. Uh, I was, I was in, uh, just outside of Paso and I was over at, uh, Raj Parr's house. Um, and he was showing me his farm. Um, and you know, uh, we were just like chopping it up and talking and he was like, oh, um, I, we, we might have to go in like 10 minutes because my, my, my homie's coming. Um, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he was like, yeah, he created, um, the movie Psalm. I was like, oh shit this is that's wild that's crazy like at this time I hadn't met Jason before um so I uh, uh so I tell you at this point I hadn't met Jason before 
So, um, you know, I'm like, oh, this is, that's crazy. So I'm like waiting around and, you know, up comes Jason, uh, his two beautiful children, um, his wife. And, you know, we just started like, you know, just talking and chopping it up. And we went over to um, another Raj's, one, another one of Raj's properties. And, um, you know, we're looking at all the grapes. Um, we're looking at the creek that's um, right there. I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, if you haven't gone, I highly suggest going. Um, uh, but anyway, so, so we, we're like walking in the field and whatnot, out breaks Jason, or Jason breaks out his, like, um, his drone and it's getting like drone footage and whatnot and doing all this getting crazy shots and, and stuff. And then, uh, we end up leaving. But after that, um, Jason was like, Hey, um, why don't you all meet us up over at, um, this, this restaurant? Um, I forget the name of the restaurant, what it was called, but it was right on the water. Um, it was right around the time where Dungeness crab season was in. So we got a whole bunch of Dungeness crabs, we're drinking Chardonnay. Um, and that's how we like initially met. And, uh, you know, maybe two weeks later, he's like, hey, I think you'd be perfect for this show that I have coming up. And I was like, yo, say less, let's, let's rock, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> he wooed you. He, he definitely wooed <laughs> Jason's good at wooing. Sure. He's a wooer. Jason, he's a wooer. Big time wooer. Yeah, I had a, I mean, I had worked with Sam TV um, a little bit, you know, uh, for a couple of years, like leading up to this. And Jason had mentioned this to me that there would be this cooking pairing with sparkling wine down the road. And I think originally, and I think he asked you the same question, Matt, if we yeah. would be judges. And so I was like, uh, yeah, I will absolutely sit down and drink wine and eat food and judge yeah. things. Um, but then I want to say like a month before we started shooting and maybe I'm being generous. They're like, oh no, you're cooking. And I was like, hey, what now in the wit? <laughs> I was like, oh God, no. <laughs> um, so that was a fun little turn of events. Uh, didn't have much time to process that, but. It worked out well. I got to, to have fun up in uh, Oregon and Sonoma with these fine people. <laughs> I didn't know that. That originally yeah. were cast as judges. Well, wow. I mean, it was, I think it was just Jason, like, you know, spitball it. Like, <laughs> is that the term for it? Spitball ideas. <laughs> you know, is that what it is? Um, I think he was just, yeah. And then he decided on the five of us, which is, it worked out well. <laughs> and it all, it all really took shape. Like, no joke, the, the three weeks before we all went up to Oregon we yeah. had all committed to going to Oregon to shoot without really knowing what it was yeah. going to be that's true I had worked with Jason and the crew on a series that I created at, at while well, I was at the Culinary Institute called Conversations at Copia so I had like worked with them from a filming but not on screen uh, except to do my welcoming remarks for the program and then Jason and I had just stayed in touch he called me like the day after he got his, his vaccine, actually, and he was like, I'm just, I don't feel great. And his phone up and he said something about like, we're going to shoot a show. It's happening next month, foraging and sparkling wine. And I was like, okay, <laughs> just let me know where to be. I worked with Jason too on one other thing. I did a um, blind tasting with him. And so then he was like talking to me and actually, George, I think I was in Santa Barbara, like the, or, um, Cambria at the same time you were. Um, cause I think we just missed each other on that trip, but I remember. Oh yeah, you're was, right. We, we totally yeah, missed each other. It's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like literally by like, like 
an hour like an hour yeah <laughs> um but I he was like kind of I was so nervous on the one thing that I did with Jason before this I was just like I'm never doing this again like <laughs> I was like I'm I'm not meant for this like this is just not for me like I'm just I get too nervous for this stuff I sound crazy so um he was like kind of telling me that he like had this idea for the show and it was kind of the same where I actually said no because I was like I'm not I'm like not really a TV person that like I don't have you know like I don't know all my cast members you guys are like so good on film and so I was just like oh I'm not really like that's not really me and so then he kind of said you are so good oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you but you are so very good on camera you were good you guys are like all so like you're just so like great on film but um so then he originally like so I was like no I'm not gonna do it and then he came back and I he kind of said the same thing to me Claire where he was like well what if we made you a judge instead and I think he was just <laughs> trying to get me out there because I didn't know <laughs> I didn't really didn't no. know until we like got out there and I was like oh my god and then I see you all and I'm like I know you guys are really good cooks so this is gonna be crazy we all got wise yeah we got wise we got wise we got wise yeah it's all right he's a wise guy (laughs) but yeah but it was I'm so obviously so happy I did it was so much fun oh Oh, man so at at that point like how did y'all prepare for this competition like you gotta cook you gotta show up and you gotta show your skills what did you do (laughs) Look at Claire. She was like, uh, nope. There was no preparation. Yeah. Like I said, it was so like down to the wire kind of when we found out about all this. I don't even know that we knew because they gave us like a heads up on like the main ingredient for the dishes, like ahead of time, but like not much. So a lot of times it was like in that moment that we were finding out about it. Yeah. So when, you know, like when you hear like, like Miriam, I remember you saying before one thing, you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I guess I'll go. And she, that was like, she said that every thing and I, every single time. And I was like, she knows what she's going to do. That's why it's all perfect. <laughs> but it felt like that, you know, it was very much like, I, I don't know what to do with snail caviar. Like what, yeah. what is it? You know, so I think just... we all got lucky too, though, that COVID had just happened. And so everyone was kind of home cooking more <laughs> than maybe you would have otherwise especially in all of our jobs and Miriam may be a little bit more conducive to cooking more given her past role, you know, at the CIA and things like that. But, you know, when I was owning wine bars and working 78 hours a week, like I wasn't home cooking seven nights a week. So having that real (laughs) fucked up time of all being home for like multiple weeks at a time, having to create your own food, it almost worked out, I think, to our advantage to then going into a situation where we were all cooking on camera. I ordered out a lot, Matt. Well, so I, was did I. Say, I was the opposite. I ordered out. I was too busy like, gaining like 25 pounds. Oh, Matt, like- you know, there's one thing being a home cook, but what you guys was, what you did was artful. And I was one, I, you know, I watched the episodes and I was like, okay, they all have a wine background. I understand that and what have you. But then when you started preparing dishes, I was like, oh, no, fair. Like these are artful right? presentations. Well, like, how, two of, how did you guys know? Two of us the flavors one, all went together. Everything. One went perfect. to a culinary school, and another worked at the most prestigious culinary institute there is. Literally, so there was a lot of obviously uh, past preparation that got to play there. I've worked at restaurants since I was like fourteen. I've eaten a lot. I don't know if you can tell by my build, but I eat a lot of food, so I know what <laughs> food like. Um, and uh, you know. 
when you work in the wine world, you can't escape the culinary gastronomic influence. It's they are one in the same. So, you know, when you get to travel the world and eat some of the best food there is, even if you're not actively taking notes, if you take photos or you have muscle memory on the dishes you've had, you're literally taking notes. It's muscle notes. So, yeah, yeah um, I think there's, I beg to differ. <laughs> there's a difference between drinking wine and eating good food and actually preparing it. So I, I was blown yes. away. I was like, so do they all have a culinary background? I remember, you know, I saw that uh, Miriam was at the CIA and I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, now I can make you some spaghetti, but you talk about at, going out and foraging, not trying to kill Miriam with what you got <laughs> in her thing. Um, Feel, She's still here. You know, She's I'm still here. Now you're hallucinating because I put that hallucinogenic mushroom. Show done. Right. And they're legal well, we, in Oregon. We may so have. Be careful. We may have. Yeah. I might <laughs> be all strategy. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I can't believe we're even still having this conversation of Miriam and George, Harry and George, because, you know, we all seen the show. So I will just say that in case people listening haven't finished yet. But I want to say, <laughs> I want to say for the record, like Matt, I worked at the, I did work at the CIA, but I worked a lot of hours. I'd come home and I'd make fried eggs and have some greens. And that was like my, my meal. So I can understand. I'm not saying I didn't have a little bit of experience because we were teaching home chefs, but I had a, a crew teaching. I was just someone helping get people where they were going and helping other educators like shine. So I didn't get, I don't have formal culinary training to be fair. <laughs> but you do, you do does. soak it up. George uh, does. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. I um, I went to culinary school, but I didn't I didn't major in culinary. I made I majored in food and beverage management. But however, mm -hmm. you know, I, I have worked the line at you know a multitude of different restaurants throughout my life. Um, so I'm I'm a damn good line cook for sure. <laughs> um, but it's it's there's a difference between being a line cook and and kind of cooking for a competition. Um, you know, it's a completely mm -hmm. different atmosphere. Um, one is of course time. Um, two is the added pressure of all the lenses and cameras that are on you. Um, and then three, um, just being amongst all your peers and also while being, you know, extremely hungover. <laughs> yeah. We, well, I was drink? wondering if y'all were hungover. I was like, all oh, at why? Oh, I know they having oh a good goodness. time. And then they kept saying, pour me some more. Tired. What does this taste like? <laughs> oh, do you need another glass? Do you want a glass? How it's pretty the time we had a ball this. in Oregon. Um, we, ah. we popped magnums of crude, um, magnums of Ruinard, um, caviar. I mean, it, oysters. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just like, it was very decadent. But also at the same time, you know, it was really intense because, you know, we were filming, yeah. you know, back to back to back to back. Um, you know, some nights we didn't end until like, you know, 11 o'clock at night. Um, you know, it was, it was, it was definitely intense, but it was, you know, an amazing experience. Um, there were a lot of cigars had in the jacuzzi. Mm, a lot um, of hot tub time. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of hot tub Pool time. time. Um, a lot of ping pong time. I, I, I reign champion amongst the cats, at least <laughs> amongst the cats. I think Jay, uh, I think who, who, who has the, I can't even remember who won, uh, amongst the, um, the crew. Um, I think Jackson actually. For Jackson was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say it's, I don't remember. I was just like in that potato salad while that was happening. <laughs> 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 just like... So did the yeah, yeah. 
food get better with the more you drank or did the, so how did that work out? Maybe Ask less the nervous. I never really got to yeah, judge. Yeah, you stopped caring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. Ask yeah. the people who won. I don't know. They're, you know like, <laughs> anyone who won the, the perfect bite challenge then got to be a judge and taste all the food. So like I, the ladies swept all the perfect bite challenges. They kicked our asses. I consecutively got second place. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a lot of second place finishes. <laughs> I don't know. The judge's good. seat is not an, an enviable no. one, though. No, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't but know how did the food taste? Say. How did the food taste, though? You got to try it. Pretty damn good. Yeah. Pretty I was good. I'm mad at that. But it, it also, an aspect of being the judge, yeah, there was that pressure of just like, and after Marion went through it and I gave her crap for that, <laughs> it, it sucks because, you know, we, we become, we become friends and I think that's a nice aspect of the show as well, uh, that maybe some people say it's a, a failing, but that we don't like, there's no drama or backstabbing or like, there's trash talk, but it's just, you know, us like busting each other's balls that there is like real love, you know, and care between us all. So it sucks when like, you when you know how hard we're all like working and you have to kind of like crush people's souls <laughs> and just be like it was good but it wasn't good enough and it's like what what are you talking about it's just it was hard and it also sucked too because then when you're the judge you had to be like cloistered away from the rest of the group yeah so you're just oh, kind of like sure. i wonder what they're doing <laughs> you don't get to drink with them or play ping pong with them with just you. in the corner <laughs> Especially that last episode when you all were doing the lobster dishes. I was like, at first it was nice. And then I'm like, I'm so bored and I want to hang out with them. Like the whole day you were by yourself, right? I was so alone. Yeah. And like, yeah. I'd like walk around and Nadine was like, where are you going? It's just like, I don't know. <laughs> to the bathroom. How, much, how much time did y'all spend together? Like to complete the show? Oh, oh man. Two weeks. Uh, oh, two, two weeks. weeks. Straight two yeah, weeks. Yeah, about two weeks. Two nonstop weeks. weeks. It was broken up into two different <laughs> times, but we did Oregon in April, and then um, and then in like early June we did the the second part in Sonoma, and it was a week each time. Oh, nice! Nice yeah. all day, every day. Yeah, I have to say, fun. so all I watch a lot of I watch a lot of food competitions. Chopped, and you're you're you know your top chef, and it's always like one person like, oh, I don't like him. He's an asshole. He's arrogant. I got attached to all of you watching all of you. Like I wanted all of you to win. And that's so rare. You guys have like a great camaraderie. Do you guys have group chat now? Sure. We have text. a few group chats. <laughs> yeah, 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 the yeah. cast group chat, the cast and crew group the chat. Group chat. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Email, Slack, text, Instagram, WhatsApp. Yes, all of it. All, Don't all Slack of it. me, Matthew. Don't Slack. Me. I mean, I'm not trying to, but like none of us. <laughs> and we also, and I have to say, like, I also have to shout out our crew because you know they. We talk about how tired we were. They were up yeah. before us and to bed way yeah. after us cleaning up our messes in the kitchen. Like we just got to a breeze on out of there. <laughs> you know, our poor producers and they're scrubbing pots and stuff. And yeah, I, I have to give them a major shout out and they're all delightful. For sure, for sure. Totally. Is there an ingredient that you did not like to prepare during the show? Snail eggs. Snail, snail eggs. Disgusting. Yeah. Snail. yeah. I thought we yeah. were getting Why are they? Eggs. Why? Who eats those? That shit was weird. They're gross. Yeah. How do you get snail like, eggs? Like, who you, who decided that this was great? A good idea. You have to gently <laughs> massage the snail. The snail. Right. Ew, like, the snail. I want to no, meet the person. I, they're who probably was farmed, like, right? Yeah. 
They're probably fathers. Yeah, oh yeah, at this point, yeah. I'm sure, sure, yeah. But yeah. what what <laughs> person in the history of the world exactly. decided, hmm, like I'm gonna eat this? The French. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. Not me. French. Yeah, it tasted like oozy moss in a I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't need to have it, it again. They were hard to pop. It in your weird. mouth yeah they keep like sliding between your teeth and you couldn't quite right. pipe, like bite down on them <laughs> i just yeah. was like i remember watching that episode and then thinking siobhan had five <laughs> bites of snail caviar or siobhan i mean he didn't she didn't wince once god bless her power <laughs> seriously <God>. yeah because <laughs> we did a great job but integrating it into perfect points <laughs> obviously but yeah we could have we could also always has some um sparkling with it too so that probably helps yeah wash it all yeah for it. sure that's true for that sure. glass stayed full so for sure i'll be a little controversial and say I, I didn't answer snail eggs like they all did as weird as that is i actually i'm um kind of the dissident on uni i i don't love uni ah. i like it i don't love it and i also think Same we tend to overportion it in America thinking, you know, kind of this, this, uh, big, bigger is better. More is better concept. I like a medallion of uni, like a quarter size. And we always want more tongues, more this, more, I just think it's too much. So for me, it was uni. And that was, uh, the founder of Coravan, Greg got to do the uni and he was so into it cause he loves uni, which good for him. But, uh, for me, uni was not my favorite. Yeah. Does anybody have a favorite challenge? I think that the uni one actually for me was where I was like most confident. Um, you know, it was, it was, my dish was just so simple, honestly. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a very simple cook at, at heart, um, at best. Um, but you know, all I did was just, it was butter, toast and, and uni. And then I think a little bit of lemon and that was it. Um, but that was, I, that was my second time having uni. Um, the first time I had it was probably maybe like two weeks before that. Um, and it wasn't as fresh. So this was really like the first time that I got to have like good uni that was, yeah, amazing. I loved it. It was, um, yeah, I, mm. I think that was my favorite challenge. I liked but, uh, Oh, what, George? I was going to say that was my favorite solo challenge. Um, I had, I loved cooking with everybody for sure. But I love the conversations that Miriam and I had um, while we were cooking. That was, I think that was really cool, really powerful, impactful. Um, I loved cooking with, with everybody though. Um, yeah, it was, but it was, it was, that was, it was dope. Like it was, it was really cool. <laughs> Thanks G. I, um, I, my favorite was the honey episode, actually. I, I know that that kind of maybe sounds like, cause I won that challenge, but I love the ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> I won that one. It was a good one. <laughs> but I also, cause I learned so much about bees. Emily was so cool. We like spent the entire day yeah. while we were all filming talking about bees and it was right. awesome. That was super cool. Honey looked delicious, I must say. I'm mm -hmm. a big honey. And when you all were like, well, let me try this one first and then let me try this. Oh, <laughs> no, never mind. I'm just going to use this one. You <laughs> The first one that you tasted that you really love. So yeah, that mm -hmm. I really. That was fun. Reaction when um, the honey lady said, oh, I don't like things too sweet yeah you like, yeah. <laughs> we were like what? funny <laughs> like huh mm, right <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah that was weird my favorite was the lobster i i've always loved lobster that i don't really eat it all that often and i had obviously never killed one which we all got to do on camera which was 
they did they did a good editing job they didn't make any of us look like we're i know monsters. that was so funny that was so funny yeah, oh, yeah the behind the scenes killing. on that is worth a watch i'm sure i'm sure Mary, Mary, that'll, not that'll, get locked, that that'll be locked up in a vault i'm sure <laughs> Peter will get <laughs> meg and i haven't had lobster since <laughs> yeah. i'm so well they said originally too before we even knew it was going to go down like it did i remember us being like but they're not gonna be alive right like we're not gonna have to kill him and one of our producers is like oh no 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 i think we're just gonna get the tail for you That's and then I, gonna be. I found out i know i found out like as you guys were doing it i was like oh they're getting the tail and they're like no 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 they, they have to kill them and i was just like no we got wise again that was a jason i call. know jason's like no they're gonna be alive <laughs> he's like, That's so he's like if the whole cast is gonna get along this is where the drama is gonna happen <laughs> yeah, exactly and also yes. you know to to go Murder. up against Claire in that case to go for the chance to go to France. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta slay a few dragons sometimes. Uh, the, <laughs> unfortunately, the lobsters. The, the lobsters were our dragons we had to slay. And you know, it, mm. it, I'm Claire, was it worth it? Did they taste good? So good. That was probably my favorite challenge. Because <laughs> I got to eat four beautiful. Ah, they were so good. That was really difficult. That was the most intimidating that for was... me because of the lobsters. Sure. So everybody still has the, all their appendages, right? Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we know. I mean, I think George had Fairly. his lobster broken down before I had even killed mine. <laughs> it was a psychological game at that point. <laughs> I actually yeah, noticed that watching the episode. He was just kind of nonchalantly doing it as you guys were talking. And you're looking over it like, am I doing this? What? I'm and like having done. a real crisis of conscience in that moment. And Aww. George is just over there just like, Ugh done he's already in the water like okay uh, did did you guys have the options by the way to uh boil i guess boiling would take too long right for just putting it straight in the water Marion boiled we could have i did yeah. after, but not to but after it. yeah after yeah I, I killed it this is great fodder <laughs> yeah you don't just like throw it in the boiling water that's worse yeah it is worse. i know i know i just wanted to know if, if you guys had that option <laughs> So, okay, I'm confused because I didn't see this episode. So throwing a uh, crustacean in the boiling water was worse than what? Just chopping his head off? Yeah, for the animal, it's more humane to just do a quick. Knife oh, to well, the then, brain. Yeah. Well, then Typically, you know, awesome. we are all going to hell because we just throw the pot and had some old bay. What are you doing? Smack it in. It I mean, when, when you watch the easiest, you watch the the easiest way. The, the easiest way to do it, or the most humane, I, I would say, is to put it in the freezer. Um, and, ah. and when you put it in the freezer, it um, it kind of goes to sleep. Um, and and from there, what you do is you take your knife and you put it. <laughs> you, you put the tip of the knife in between uh, its eyeballs, um, like if the knife were standing up, and then you go down, uh, and that way you can uh, yeah, humanely. So you're going to put it to sleep and wake it up in boiling water? I don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, you it's not waking up. It's not waking up. It's not waking up. It's not waking up, Glenn. It's gone. It's okay, sleeping forever. So it's at the bottom of the river at that point. There's no waking up. It's got some concrete shoes. They put you in this state. And then we wake you up after we take all the... But, you know, I did feel compelled to say a little... I said a little prayer to mine before I killed it, you know, sure, and I, the low. Okay. you know, I wanted to send it off and hopefully bring a trip to France to one of us, you know, and 
it, it's what it's life, you know. If if I wasn't the killer, someone else would have been. That's how that works. It's a lot. Killer be killed. It's the circle <laughs> of life. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us your favorite wine um, that you had to pair uh, with your food. What was your favorite? Oh, crew. Krug. 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 Yeah, Krug is always good. <laughs> I do have to say though, the Lytle Barnett wine's very yeah, really oh, good. Agreed. The rosé, yeah. that rosé was like <laughs> phenomenal. Legit, yeah. It was so good. And there was yeah, a lot Krug, more of that on yeah. hand than the Krug. We didn't have as much of the Krug and Ruinard on hand. No, we went through that Krug yeah. pretty fast. <laughs> the Mac directly in a caner in my face. <laughs> each other's faces. I ended up. Uh... Uh, for me, the the Ana Maria Clemente, Ana Maria yeah. Clemente bottling from Cato Bosco was, oh, was. I mean, I I had had that wine before, but I never got to really like sit down with it the way we got to. Mm. And I have no Krug and Ruin art well. I've been to both of the wineries, like you know, humble brag. Mm. But Ana, Ana Maria Clemente is one of those wines. There's none of it available. Like maybe thirty six packs come to the U.S. and they gave us twelve bottles to to pour for the you know for wow. our episodes. So. For me, that was, it's a more rare wine technically than, even though I love Krug and I love Ruinard on a different level, the rarity and also just the ability to get to know that wine on a different level for me made it kind of more special in a way. Yeah. Mm. For nice. sure. I also love the um, the light flexes that Matt throws out <laughs> just, just in everyday life. Oh, those were constant. Like, you know, so. Those were constant. <laughs> I got made fun of a lot by uh, my female colleagues. There might be a video <laughs> surfacing somewhere about my, you know, selling I my businesses and drinking crew for breakfast, Guilty. potentially. I drink crew for breakfast. <laughs> and I, I apparently have a German accent, too. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Baron von Kenner. It went with yeah. the potato oh salad, I think. It went with the pota hashtag potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> We're all afraid yeah, of becoming I mean, memes, I think. <laughs> oh man i'm not afraid i leave we're good <laughs> is there something new that you learned about yourself after the show um man i've learned that i need to sleep holy shit <laughs> like it was it, i mean I, i'm not my body is not the same when i, when I was younger um for real i could party like for weeks on end and like still be able to like wake up, be, you know, full like 100. Um, and nah, that was definitely <laughs> not it. And in Oregon, I uh, I crashed. <laughs> yeah. For sure, for sure. I, how, many, how many cases did we go through? Like oh, seven or eight. <laughs> yeah, we, we went through a lot of wine that in week. Six days. Yeah, it was. It was intense. It was great. And then at the joy, remember at the joy day one, freaking day one, George, oh, we were at, at the joy and they were like, you can take whatever wine in our cellar that you want. And I can't, what did you open? And then he put it into the most elaborate oh, and, <laughs> and it was like, it was like a big red wine and it was like 10 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> we were all like, oh, okay. I opened, I opened um, a 95 Amarone. I opened a 95. <laughs> For Robert Mandavi. Sorry, Andy, we love you. Yeah. It was Thank you. Such a boss movie. Like, oh, breakfast this is a cool decanter. Like I, I, I had <laughs> just learned, I had just learned how to use a 
Duran maybe like a week before. So oh, I was fun. trying to grab as many old bottles to be able to like practice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> practice makes perfect. You get the skills to you use. Wow, things that wine dreams are made of. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it wasn't right. terrible. It was not terrible. It was, it was, it was not, not trash, trash to quote George. <laughs> it was not trash. Not trash. It was not trash. trash. Yeah, I saw, I, like, oh, go, okay. Matthew. Go. I was going to say, I learned that it's real easy to think that things are hard to cook or dishes are hard to make. But really, if you look at one YouTube video and learn ingredients, it's all about preparation and timing. So mm. I trained my mind to work a certain way just to take away like the, it, it seems scary to make risotto or to make, you know, cassoulet or whatever these dishes or, or ratatouille if you've never made that. But really it's just having a process and understanding when things have to be done. So I learned that I can compartmentalize that stuff and just break it down, make it a little easier. Cause cooking's really not that hard per se. It's, it's technique a lot of times, but it's really order of operations. That makes sense. Remove the emotion from it, you know? <laughs> it. I definitely, Absolutely. I felt like I, people don't believe me, but I mean it like the best time that I cook, I guess, is like showing up without a plan, like just <laughs> stopping, looking what's available and pulling something together. I, I didn't realize that that is how I genuinely cook every single day. Like when I cook for myself, what do I have? That's, I'm going to make something from that. And I didn't realize how like that would show up on the show because it was harder for me to walk in with a plan than it was for me to just say, I, you know, I know, I know how to balance acid. I know how to balance like sugar and fat. And I think I just got to go with what I can when I get up there uh, to shoot. But I, I felt like without a plan, I, I did better. More creative. I would have never been able to put no apples in no vinegar and be like, this <laughs> I'm a big fan I'm, of pickles, Glennis. If you don't know this about I me. love pickles too, but I would have never figured out how I'd have been screwed. I was like, just give me the wine. I'm not <laughs> Next. <laughs> that was really fun. It's same, same. It would have just been plain apples and <laughs> then apples. the other stuff. Right. Yeah, some or some legit pickles. That's it. That's all I got for. <laughs> Y'all know I pickle everything. Everything I out can. of a jar. Right? Oh, so y'all don't know. So we is the chef of the world suite. She could actually be on the show with y'all because that yeah. makes her oh, oh, no. that makes all us right. look all real bad. Be careful. Yeah. Jason's so listening. So. <laughs> We're gonna get a call from Jason. Yeah, watch out. Oh, is the I'm in the back ordering reservations. Let's read the right. and making We'll plan the trip hard. wherever we're going internationally. We all got our, you know, things that we do well, but the cook, that would be silly to Nice. <laughs> Megan, what about you? I think um, I think for me, I haven't ever been that experimental in the kitchen. Like I like playing mm -hmm. around with like an ingredient here or there, but it really made you like go outside your comfort zone. But I think it also makes you trust your palate. And so like for me, I was like, oh, your wine palate really can transfer in the kitchen, which I think a lot of people know, but until you like really are putting it to work like every day and um you know, like you're actually, you're actually competing. Like that, that was something that I learned. I just like how much fun it is. And, and it encouraged me to experiment even more in the kitchen too, which I think is like, like, I want people to take that from the show. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's so much fun. It doesn't need to be intimidating. Cause I, what, I mean, competing against, you know, like you see the talent of the cast, like competing against people, it's really intimidating, but I was like, you know what? It was actually fun. And now I'm like, 
I'm at home, like looking for more different ingredients mm. to like throw in my things and then, and then like taste, you know, like really tasting it with the wine. And I mean, mm. I am a wine professional, but I think even more about it now and just how fun it was. Like, I think that was the takeaway was like how fun it was and mm-hmm. how fun it was to cook with your friends too. It just like encouraged me to want to do yeah. more. I, uh, I'm a big control freak in my life, something I'm working on getting better at. And I like things to be very like perfect and orderly. And so this show very much made me not, <laughs> I couldn't do that because <laughs> I don't have a lot of the, uh, I have like the knowledge in my head from working at restaurants of like, oh, like this dish is complete or not. And a general knowledge of how to make it, but I don't have the muscle memory of making dishes or the technique in a kitchen. So I kind of had to just relinquish control at a certain point, which I think in several episodes you can see. Uh, and it was kind of, it just like, like Megan said, it just made it fun. Cause I was like, well, this is life, isn't it? <laughs> you can't control everything. I'm in a strange kitchen with five cameras pointed at me. And I don't know where the spatula is. This heat is too high because the wind will blow it out if it's, you know, anything lower than blazingly hot. So you just have to give up control and just kind of go with it and have fun at a certain point. So uh, that was chill. That was nice. <laughs> the Sonoma kitchen was a challenge. But that's being being kind saying but you know we had this amazing kitchen in Oregon that made things easier you know it was it was set up to be a proper you know mansion kitchen and then we go to Sonoma and we have this amazing property in Deloche Vineyards they have this great little house they let us use and the kitchen they had looked like 1960 grandma style there was no oh chance our, 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 there's no chance our team would ever film in there ever they were like the second they saw it they're like nope and all of us were like, so where the fuck are we going to cook then? And outside was the answer, which it's very challenging. I feel like not, be, not being, being able to control your heat with just the cast iron and the fire made it a lot more challenging. Yeah. That's you have to like take the pans off to let them cool yeah. before you actually smart put stuff in. I didn't but- even think about that. I just panicked and everything overcooked those couple episodes that I did it. So I was pissed. <laughs> so I think like what you see is what we had, what you see yeah. on the screen. There was no additional kitchen space like near us or around us. No. It was like glamping. Yeah. <laughs> and bacon, Johnny cakes and bacon. Cast hey. <laughs> Miriam, were you joking when you said you brought your own smoked paprika? <laughs> no, I wasn't joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, Miriam and Meg both brought like their entire supplemental kitchens. Well, and I was like, shit. We it was, it was a different. Everybody. So it, I mean, to be fair to both Miriam and Megan, it was a different. I don't mean setup. It was a different setup than the first kitchen we were in, where we did have more access to dry ingredients and like a pantry. And this, uh, we're not joking. The outdoor kitchen is what we had there was not really like a stock of dry goods or things that you could you know get creative with and so yeah i brought i did bring smoked paprika with me and i'm not sorry about do it again (laughs) they would let like if if in the morning we had planned on something they'd let us put it on like a grocery list and then they'd go try to find it and the the whole thing was if you get it everyone can use it yeah yeah all the stuff that they brought was available to all of us it just you know they and also you guys had a home advantage at that point. You were 20 minutes from home. You know, me and Claire had to fly up on a little small plane to get up there. And I wasn't going to bring any ingredients in my, you know, carry on. Or actually, I drove. I some of us. It. I'm lying. Some of us would actually, um, some of us would actually hide ingredients 
<laughs> oh, some of us would, would That's they? Funny. Who is that? <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Oh, whoa, truth know. comes I out. Know. I don't know who, I don't know who would do that. But. Who's some of us? <laughs> You're hearing it first here on this world. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, is there like a, is there? George, is you hit ingredients and you still I'm didn't win? <laughs> <laughs> is there another podcast about our show I don't know about that we're like dropping alpha wow. on right now? Oh, yo. yo. What did you, you, you what see did you why me and Miriam have this uh, contentious relationship? You <laughs> they got to take it out with Uno. <laughs> <laughs> what what did you George what did you uh what did you hoard away there my friend <laughs> well, I didn't hoard anything away I, I really oh. didn't oh wait uh, just are, shots are fired. you stirring the pot right now <laughs> did somebody do that someone, I thought somebody would uh admit to their their hiding oh, oh. <laughs> that's hilarious. I wish I was that slug <laughs> okay so nobody's Seriously. gonna confess gotcha okay we'll move on <laughs> So if you were to return to the show as an actual judge, what ingredient would you like to see in a challenge? Mm-hmm. A great question. Like, let's make them do something disgusting. Chitlin. <laughs> <laughs> Chitlins, for sure. That's a good I would one. love to Did see somebody chitlins? make chitlins. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's tough. Definitely. That's tough. Exactly, because everybody can't cook them or eat them. Yeah. <laughs> clean them well. Yeah. What do you mean, everybody? Nobody. That was a terrible dish. There you go. Chitlins, okay. Andriette, anything like it? Mm-mm. Let's let's let that go. Oh, you have to tell that story. I want to see somebody. Uh, I'm not telling that story. Okay, beautiful. Oh my gosh! Can we go back to who hoard the ingredient? I'm nosy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm was sorry. that a potster or a real thing? I think he's potster. I'll just nope. turn a pot. No, but now I'm even like looking back and I was like, did I hide something? Well, I'm a stoner. I, I might have done it and forgotten. I don't like, think I, don't I did. I in your apron? I came from LA in my apron. There's all sorts of things. <laughs> no, I don't think I did. If we had the ability oh, no. to fry something, like more fried stuff yeah. would be great. I love fried stuff. <laughs> fried chicken. Sparkling. Yeah, fried yeah. chicken would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been That's really cool. cool. I think doing yeah, actual escargot. Instead Ooh, of yeah. caviar would be good because that's hard too, yeah. right? Because you can like turn that into rubber in a matter of seconds. Mm, yeah. I'm a snail person yeah. in general. That, just well, add some salt to. and get rid of them. Right? <laughs> that's why people drown them in the butter and the garlic, right? So you can't taste them. Fried <laughs> anything no. sounds great right now. I'm on a um, I'm on a strictly keto diet, so I I would oh, no, I would right. love to I would love to see something. Um, yeah. I, well, actually, you know what? Something that's strictly like vegetarian or, or like a oh, like a, a whole vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. Yeah. Or, or yeah. We didn't have enough vegetables. vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. I know we yeah. we did the um we did the ratatouille, um yeah. which of course is you know vegetarian, um but yeah pretty much everything else I think consisted of meat. So I think you know doing something at vegan that would be pretty challenging as well, just to make it really really good and make mm. it feel like you you're not missing anything. I like I that, George. Really cool. Yeah. The 11 Madison call. Park of sparklers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go vegan. Let's do it. I would do fried green tomatoes. That'd be kind of cool. A little Southern mm, flair. Well, that's a my great family. one. My mom's yeah, from Louisiana, I mean... so I got to bring a little Southern flair at times. Mm. What kind of sauce would you use for your fried green tomatoes? Because sometimes that dipping sauce for fried green tomatoes yeah. make it. 
Or, I would either do um, a garbage style or I'd do like a salsa verde, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hungry. Nice. I know. <laughs> you know what would be a weird ingredient? I just saw this Tell me. eel. Oh, that'd be oh, interesting. Oh, man. That eel? Would be... Eel's what hard to handle. What do you do with that? Because it's so slippery. <laughs> yeah, like, great. Eel knife. I would have no never, idea what to do with that. I've never cooked yeah, it. Yeah, me neither. I haven't either. I, that would be that would be challenging. That would be like mm-hmm. a real wrench in the, I'd be like, the. <laughs> that'd be like sea the snake. snail egg of the next yeah that would be the snail egg of the next one <laughs> maybe there's eel caviar <laughs> oh god oh, Jesus. no i think I it's was... just fetal eel <laughs> oh come on now ew <laughs> all right ew. well <laughs> there's that on that note uh, let's have, 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 have our sound bite yeah thanks yes. for having us this is yes. amazing fetal eel syndrome good to go <laughs> so i think maybe so one of you answered this question already but i wanted to hear from all of you what do you want viewers to take away from the show i feel like meg did answer that so well um have fun with your friends yeah it's been really cool we've gotten some people who've been watching the show like trying their own <laughs> version of perfect bite and it's yeah. really cool to see and it's not just with sparkling wine like people are trying it with other wines too so maybe just people walking away thinking about like how to pair food and wine differently and not being not being like intimidated to try something different hmm. that's good yeah, I mean, I think I think I want people to take away is just have fun, like have fun with it. You know, um, you don't have to have you know fancy plates or fancy ingredients to to have um, an amazing pairing. Honestly, mm. um, it could be something as simple as you know sparkling wine and fried chicken. You know, it could be something as simple as you know a peanut butter jelly sandwich and some Beaujolais. I don't know. Um, it could be it could be whatever. You know. Um, and, and still be absolutely amazing, you know? Um, so if anyone takes away anything, um, yeah, simplicity in life and is I think, you know, better. Yeah, I mean, we made no. something delicious with only five ingredients. You know, mm-hmm. we, we don't have, we didn't have anything. Yeah, I mean, it's like salt was an ingredient, like yeah. fat was an ingredient, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, you know, so it, you can, I'm sorry. No, keep going. <laughs> no yeah but yeah simplicity like honestly if you can if you can take five ingredients and, and make something delicious um yeah you can you can find whatever and, and have an amazing experience food and wine is meant to be enjoyed exactly people should have a Absolutely. good time with it yeah yeah don't know something that's <laughs> something that's been like a life goal of mine and a life kind of philosophy change that really this experience cemented was to stop being so hard on myself and for all of us to stop being so hard on ourselves because in the kitchen like I alluded to earlier like we all think it maybe it's hard to make certain dishes or it takes expertise and a lot of um, you know hours in the kitchen making it but really the only thing holding us back is our own mental capacity and our own kind of there's this fight or flight thing that happens when you're nervous or you don't have experience with something and I just say fuck that go for it try it and it's okay if like if it doesn't work mm-hmm. and it doesn't taste good, get better next time. Learn from it. But mm-hmm. with cooking, you really do learn. We're only going to be held back by our own ability to understand if I can make it or not, or if I'll let myself try to make it. So go out there, don't be hard on yourself. And it's okay to mess up. Like I fucked up a couple times and I was fine with it. I will just, again. Just watch so the snail egg episode. <laughs> You'll feel really good about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Those are words to live by, Matt. I think I'm gonna have to try to cook now. Yeah. Okay. There you go. 
I'm not. So would you guys? Would you guys I'm do it again? With, I know. Hell yeah. Would we do oh, it again? Yeah. I, yeah. Definitely. Heartbeat. Yeah, for sure. Yes. For sure. Yes. Especially prefer, with this group. I love this yeah, group man. so much. <laughs> It was- I'd prefer as a judge, but yeah, I'd do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's the five of us sitting down and judging other people. Yeah. <laughs> eating. yeah, I won't lie. I stopped cooking for like months after, honestly, like, no, I didn't cook at all for probably four or five months. It, is it was though. exhausting. Then you start, you get back into it though. And you're just like, yeah. like, I'm going to make now. one of the, the yeah. dishes. Tonight I, actually, for someone. I actually started cooking more, honestly. I was going to say, lit a fire. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people are expecting more from me when they come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I didn't open a like, restaurant. Here's a veggie tray and some chips. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Joy. Yeah, oh, wow. make your own perfect bite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're that, the judge. They're cooking for you. This is a good idea. We should do oh, that. Jason. We should all, we should have our friends come over. We put out ingredients for them and say, feed me. <laughs> perfect bite. Go. <laughs> Uh, I love this idea. I'm in. I'll supply the wine so I don't feel bad. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Nice. What are you guys doing for the finale? Yo, yes. Uh, Let's let's link up. Let's do it. Oh, we should cook together. That'd be so fun. Speaking of finale, what day does your show come out so everybody knows? The finale is is next Tuesday, the 8th. Tuesday, February 8th. February 8th. Yeah, crazy. 5.30 Pacific time. So that means you can either find out who wins if you've been paying attention, or you can binge the shit out of it after February 8th. You'll <laughs> yeah. have all episodes to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> Did you say Meg were coming? You want to come over to my house? 5 30 Pacific time. Okay. Yeah. SomTV.com. SomTV.com. We can open yes. a bottle. A yeah. bottle, Meg. I think you have. I think you got more than a few oh bottles to spare. Yeah. Well, what about yeah. the big bottle? Wow. Ooh, I like where this is going. <laughs> Which one? Damn I it! Like I want to come. Magnum <laughs> Power Hour. Ah, yes. hell! I want to come. Come, everyone, <laughs> come. Let's do this. Oh man, nice. Oh. All right, so we yes. have a fun closeout game with y'all. Mm. Okay. Mm. I'm going to name a okay. quote and you guys are going to tell me who said it. Oh, who said oh, it? No. I like this. <laughs> All right. <Appreciate> that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's an easy one. We'll start off easy. Forgers, your main job is not to kill me. <laughs> Mary. <Marianne. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here is a more challenging one. Are there potato chip sommeliers? Because I feel like I could do that. Ooh. I think that was Claire. Claire? <laughs> yes, that was you, Claire. So. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I tried to like, do yeah. your voice. Did you not hear it? I, I, tried, to, I tried to mimic you. <laughs> I would funny. be good at that. <laughs> I stand by what I... I think Frito-Lay is actually hiring. I saw a LinkedIn post about that, so Ooh. forward to you. I don't want to work for the man. I want to work for a little bit. Damn it. Anyway. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> All right, so who said this? As long who as said the other one, though? Did oh, we ever get- me. It was Claire. You it did was Claire. say Claire. Yeah, okay. she said it. Fair she enough. just doesn't remember saying it, but she said it. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so who said this? As long as I beat Miriam, I'll be fine. Come on. Oh. Uh, George. George. <laughs> George. <laughs> 
Yo, how'd that go? Bro, how'd that I, go? I, I, didn't even, I didn't even beat her. Like, that's the, that's the <laughs> fucked up part. Like, uh, and I didn't even lose to her. We tied, which is even worse. <laughs> it, we can't put this to bed. Like, it's just still a problem now. We're going to have to play Uno again. <laughs> Yo, you, you don't want these. You don't want these problems, G. You don't want these problems. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who said this? I'm surprised this didn't take longer because of the OCD. It was Megan. Meg. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was like, that was it's a very yeah, when you when you and Claire cooked together, it was quite funny. Oh my god. We prepared. Yes. We prepared. Yes. We made our OCD worse, I think. <laughs> Working together. For sure. It's great. I loved it. Yeah. All right. So who out. said this last quote? We all want to one up each other. Everyone is here to have fun, but also walk away a winner. Uh, Kaner. Yeah. 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 That sounds like Kaner. <laughs> what is Meg? Meg has a great quote to when you guys are foraging and you're like, oh, sounds yeah. like something only people <laughs> lose. Was, yeah. You said, I don't want to lose. And, and Kaner was like, oh, losing is part of like, like, so learning losing is humbling. Yeah. And yeah, Meg is like, that sounds like something someone who loses a lot would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so great. It was a solid. <laughs> And then I brought her right to the leaks. You're welcome. I still I gave you leaks. Say, yeah. It so looks like she leaks. found the leaks on the show. I, well, I know. I found Editing, the moss man. and the no, What it was is I, I found it and I said, I think those are leaks. And she goes, you mean like this? And just pulls one out. Yeah. It was huge. Yes. It, yeah, it was awesome. I was like, was the great. size of a baseball bat. My girl. That was the best foraging we found there. there the places they took the main chef there were not the places they took us. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. So I was going to ask you, did you know how to forge before this um, challenge? Or was this like you all's first time forging for ingredients for your dishes? I had forged before, but not in Oregon. Yeah. Okay. I followed I the behind the scenes is I got to watch. I couldn't say anything, but I got to watch them forage. So I was like, let me make sure. Let me make sure I'll be okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <then laughs> you don't get her anything that she can't eat. Yeah. There was no like little colorful newts putting their, their tongue on things, giving her psychedelic experiences. We made sure of it. And she made sure of it. Yeah. We stay, we were like, we're staying away from anything that's questionable. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> But it was hard to, to forage on that property. Yeah. Well, we also didn't have a lot of time, so we had to stay close to the house. And that because of that, uh, our options were yeah. very limited. I think I would have been really in trouble again because I'm so city. Looks like grass. <laughs> oh no. Guess we're not eating. <laughs> yes, we're going to starve. We're just going to drink tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Glennis, you're so particular with what you eat. I yes. can't see you doing that at all. Oh, no. like, wait, where did this come from? What's that on the bottom? Did you clean that good enough? <laughs> so you you need to cook. Do you need to cook that some more? I don't think that's right. <laughs> you should have been one of the judges. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And my co-host know me so well, but she, I, I don't even think I could be a co-host because I'm so particular in what I eat that I'm like, mm -mm, what's the one? <laughs> <laughs> that is like funny. the snail caviar. You wouldn't have done it. You'd have looked at it and been uh, like, no, I'm not. Mm -mm. Hell no. Yeah, but is there another episode <laughs> I can do? Because this isn't the one. Now, I do fish caviar, but snails. Oh, I'd have been like, y'all on y'all own. Just scrape them off. You the said, no, oh. I mean, uh -uh. we didn't want to. I don't recommend it. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> 
Fake mm-hmm. No, don't do it. Oh, that was funny because when um the judge, she was like, she would eat it in her face. I was like, well, <laughs> she didn't, did she like that or she didn't like that? And then what she critiqued on for some of you versus what she critiqued on the other, I couldn't really tell. Oh, yeah. I was like, hmm, hmm, I don't he know. Was good. Most of our judges had yeah. like serious yeah. poker faces. Yeah. Like, poker faces, right. You yeah, never knew. Sure. Katie yeah. Flannery, like just watching oh. that episode, she was just oh, like, my God. cool. Okay, bye. Yeah. Yeah. He's on my face. I was like. <laughs> that, Meg's response to hers was the best one. I actually, exactly. I rewinded it and watched that again like three times. <laughs> well, I was just like, serious. you can see me. I'm like trying to read her mind. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no mind failing. tricks with her. No Jedi. Totally failing. No. Yeah. No, you couldn't Jedi her. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Since we're wrapping up, um, tell everybody where they can follow you individually. Um, so my Instagram is George. <laughs> Sorry. Go first again. <laughs> uh, I, I believe my Instagram is uh, George Walks Three. Um, so yeah, George Walks with the number three. Um, yeah, I am. I am there. <laughs> Mine is Megs, M-E-G-S underscore Zobeck, Z-O-B-E-C-K on Instagram. And then I also have M.Zobeck Wines. Yeah, drinker wines. Mm-hmm. Mine is Miriam and Company and good friends, good food. Mine is Claire underscore Kopi on Instagram. I'm at Matthew J. Kaner everywhere. And then we'll travel for wine.com. Let's go. Ayo. Yes. Congrats yeah, on that. Business. Thank you. Congrats. It took me 12 years to make a website. No big deal. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. You've been doing it for 12. I mean, you've been doing it for like ever. (laughs) Yeah. It didn't keep me from getting jobs, thankfully, but you know, just like (laughs) now people can search it. Yeah, exactly. But guys, this was awesome. Thank you so much for hanging with us today. We love the show. Can't wait to see who's going to win. So we'll be watching next week. And who's coming to France? Right? Exactly. Find out. Yeah. Yep. Gonna be good. Thank George you for Mary. having us. Of George, Mary, and I are gonna figure it out. Let's Thank go. You guys. <laughs> yeah. We should pop some bottles so together. Yeah. Whew. So that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We had so much fun with the cast. I have to admit, I was nervous. It's nine of us recording at the same time. I was like, I don't want this to sound like a hot mess um, on the podcast, but it it turned out beautifully. Uh, the cast was great don't forget to follow all of the cast follow all of us on social media watch the finale on tuesday let us know what you think cheers oh don't forget to like subscribe and leave us five stars cheers